Um, I may do Wildwood Flower on the old harp, if y'all don't mind. I've never recorded it on the old harp. And I've done it with the guitar about a dozen times. But, uh, and I do it in F standard, you know. And I'll probably do it in F standard key on the auto harp. And um, thinking tonight of my blue eyes, I'll have to do it same place. Yeah. And then I don't know where we'll do, uh, will a circle be unbroken? If everybody sings it, you just, you know, get the key that suits everybody. Maybelle, do you remember the old ending you folks put on that thing? On the old record, I started it like this. There's a dark and a troubled side of life. There's a bright and a sunny side too. Though we meet with the darkness and strife, the sunny side we also may view. Keep on the sunny side of life with me. We always try to keep on the sunny side. Yeah, this is Ord Energy Mon. And this is Tree Song. And we're here to bring you live, informative, and in your... Well, maybe a little in your face, but, you know, it's the truth. I mean, it's not really in your face if it's the truth. Yeah, well, if it's the truth and it's in your face, you're just like, okay, I don't mind the truth being two inches from my face. <laughs> Um, today happens to be Friday the 29th of January. Yes. So people who think it's cold as January, it's actually cold as February. Right? <laughs> yeah. And I, uh, the first the first holiday I want to mention to send a shout out to, uh, I don't know if she's listening or not, she might be, but my sister, uh, today is her birthday. So uh, she's, she's getting a year older now. Well, she's getting a day older, but <laughs> we commemorate the past year. <laughs> so happy birthday to Valerie. There you go. Today happens to be Free Thinkers Day. <laughs> yes. Thinking free thoughts. That's yep. a good plan. But it also is Fun at Work Day. <laughs> Today is Fun at Work Day, but Monday happens to be Work Nude Day. <laughs> so, well, actually, it, it I, I got ahead of myself. It's not Work Nude Day. It's Work Naked Day. <laughs> There's a difference. I think one is lewd and one is not, right? <laughs> Decide which one on your ha behalf. So yeah. I don't know if today is more fun, it's fun at work day, or Monday would be more fun at work day because, you know. Different kinds of fun, I Working guess. naked day. <laughs> um, today is Thomas Paine Day. Yeah, I wonder if that's why it's Freethinker's Day because Thomas Paine was quite a freethinker. Yeah. <laughs> um, today, um, well... Jewish holidays begin at sunset, so to, beginning at sunset, Tubisvat, which Tubisvat is the holiday of the trees. 
And so it is 24 hours, you know. <laughs> Begins this evening and finishes tomorrow evening. The, and tomorrow is? Yeah, tomorrow we have uh, Inane Answering Machine Message Day. Uh, I'll have to, I have a friend of mine who has a very inane answering machine message or voicemail message. I'll have to see if he's still got that. Well, that's the hard part is who <laughs> has an answer machine anymore. Yeah. I think we can also, as an honorary mention, put in voicemail <laughs> on this holiday. <laughs> Updated for the 21st century. So, uh, uh, let's see. It's also uh, Wolf Moon. <laughs> so that oh, well, that's tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow Let's is Wolf Moon. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. We could practice howling today yeah, for the so Wolf Moon tomorrow. I mean, it sounds like a fun weekend to start with fun at work day. Yeah. You know, then Wolf Moon. Howl at the moon. Yeah, and then, you know, finish with Monday, you know, work naked day. So, <laughs> yeah, it's looking like a good weekend. Um, a- anything on Sunday in between? Oh, well, let's see. Sunday, well, there's the Grammy Awards. I shouldn't even mention that. <laughs> there's Inspire Your Heart with Arts Day. Yes. That's a pretty good one. And there's National Seed Swap Day. Aha. Uh-huh. Start thinking about spring. Start trading some seeds. Um, I did pick up some uh, malafifon, uh cucumber seeds while I was in Israel. Their cucumbers are small, but so tasty. The ones here are like huge, but no flavor. Yeah, it's I mean, all that, water. That seems like the American philosophy. <laughs> Huge, but no flavor. <laughs> it's like bananas, cucumbers, you know, uniform and nice looking, but no flavor. Yeah. <laughs> That's the important thing. Is it's big and it looks nice, but it doesn't have flavor. <laughs> now, I'm big. Well, I don't look nice. I'm big, but I got lots of flavor. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, and uh, seed swap there. I've heard talk of a local seed swap going on uh, in late February. Uh, once I have more details on that, I'll bring it to the radio show. There you go. Um, Monday, of course, is, we, as I've mentioned it like many times, it's <laughs> Working Naked Day. Now, I'm going to have a hard time because I'm going to be teaching a class, and I don't <laughs> think, you know, it's eight hours a day. I mean, not only will the class be uncomfortable, but for eight <laughs> hours to be naked, it's just too much. It's I a mean, little cold in those buildings over at Johnny Logan. Huh? <laughs> a little chilly. Yep, so, <laughs> um, well, pretty much any school, but it's Monday, if you don't want to do the work naked day, it is Freedom Day. Ah, Freedom Day. You can take our lives, but you can't take our freedom. It's also <laughs> Hula in the Kula Day, ah. which I don't know what that means, but it sounds fun. <laughs> you can go in the cooler at work naked and do the hula. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just getting taking too much freedom there at work. <laughs> it's also Robinson Cruise Day. So if you'd like to go on, find an island and go <laughs> go naked and wear a hula... <laughs> now we're just getting co- really confused. Yeah, all the holidays get mixed up. Oh, yeah, so uh, we've also got holidays coming up on uh, Tuesday. Let's see. We've got African American Coaches Day. And we also have one that I actually celebrate, uh, Candlemas or Imbolc. Uh, there's Candlemas is the Catholic holiday that happens on this day. And Imbolc is a uh, pagan holiday that happens on this day. They both have to do with lighting candles and the return of the lights, and lots of it. That was a good time of year because you know, at the winter solstice, it technically started getting brighter. But right about now is when you start noticing a little bit more that the sun's coming up, and it's still cold out. But you've got that hope, like okay, I see the light. I know it's probably going to get warm. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> going to get warm. But then you, 
You gotta wait a little longer. It teaches yeah. you patience, you know. Well, Tuesday <laughs> is Groundhog Day, so you can have the groundhog tell you it's gonna get warmer for sure, right? Yeah, we gotta hope the groundhog. Because yeah. <laughs> you don't know if it's gonna get warmer. Let yeah. the groundhog show us. <laughs> He'll let us know when. It's gonna get warmer eventually, we hope. But yeah. if he sees a shadow, he runs back in and gets scared and it gets cold for a while. Um, next Wednesday is Four Chaplains Memorial Day, the National Girls and Women in Sports Day, and the anniversary, ahum, of the day the music died. Have you noticed there's no music? Huh. Yeah. Because it died, you know? It, it died. Yeah, it's like, so. Um, and Thursday is, just to throw it in, Quacker Day. <laughs> so those are your holidays for the next week. I hope you do some of those holidays. Have a fun weekend because... There's fun at work and naked day. And in between is the weekend of celebrating the trees and the wolf moon and now celebrating the fact that we are going to have warmer climates, more light, and generally celebrating that, yes, there is a future of not cold weather. Should we talk about happenings? Yes, happenings in the community. One of the other things that can warm us up on these cold winter days. Uh, we've got one here, speaking of warming up, the International Coffee Hour. Uh, Fridays from 3 to 5 p.m., that's going on today. And it's at the Northwest Annex Building B. You can mix with SIU students from all over the world. And at this point, I mean, it is expanding that it's not just students. It's yeah. pretty interesting. You know, people who travel come back and, you know, talk about their travels and it's generally a nice mixer of people from all over the world. Yeah, you can meet a lot of internationals because there are a lot of internationals in the Carbondale community, but sometimes, you know, people from different countries won't necessarily see each other at the same events. So here they're, they're all going to be at one event. And if you do miss International Coffee Hour, there is a new event called the International Student Forum that is um, this evening, the first one, is a global clash of cultures ineventable. Inev- <laughs> <laughs> inevitable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> is the mispronunciation of words inevitable? <laughs> Here, students from around the world voice their thoughts in a roundtable discussion. All are welcome. There will be some refreshments and snacks. Um, participants are invited to come to Rice and Spice at International Slow Food Dinner following the forum. And this is at the Guy House Interface Center. <laughs> and tonight's rice and spice theme is Pakistani food with Sajid. And Sajid is one of the organizers of the International Forum. Huh. So he just, I mean, the idea of just getting people, well, Sajid is a friend of mine. And he showed me his passport, and it says right in the passport, you may not use this to travel to Israel. He's from Pakistan. Mm-hmm. And it says right on his passport that the passport is invalid to go to Israel. And we're friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so it's just, this is, you know, the the dialogue that needs to happen around the world. Yeah. And so I am very glad that we're going to have this. And I don't know if it's going to be every week, but it's going to be a regular occurrence mm-hmm. of just people free talking with snacks and then free cooking afterwards with food. So it's like <laughs> the great binder of human culture. Yeah, talking and food can really bring people together. Yeah. So, <laughs> so let's see. We have uh, it's it's almost time again. It's not quite this week, but next week that the uh, the film Fridays will be resuming. 
Uh, they're going to be having those over at the Guy House for a little while because they're working on renovating the Independent Media Center. And uh, we'll have more news next week on what film they'll be coming up with. Um, Vigil for Peace, every Saturday from noon till 1 at the corner of Maine and Illinois in Carbondale. <clears throat> and this is next Friday, but mm -hmm. I want to really remind people, it is the time of the year to support and have fun. There's like balls all over the place. Okay, balls as in parties. Okay, it is the season for having um, Valentine's balls. Anyway, the the Carbondale Women's Center has their annual... It used to be a taste of chocolate, but this year the theme is a decade of chocolate. <laughs> Next Friday, February 5th at 6 p.m. at the Carbondale Civic Center, their theme is Party Like It's 1999. All right. <laughs> Do you, I don't remember partying in 1999, really, especially. <laughs> now, I did start this radio show in 1999. It was like fall of 99 when I started on this radio show. So um, I wasn't really partying because <laughs> I wasn't much of a talker. I, it was actually a very boring show. <laughs> it was two hours then, and, you know, I didn't talk almost at all. Uh, music and clips and such? Yeah. So... <laughs> I'm trying to remember. That might it. have been an improvement. <laughs> now I just talk. So, um, yeah, let me know which was a more better show. <laughs> if you want us to quit your yapping, you can give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> if, but, you, uh, if you remember how the show was back in '99, um, send an email to info at yourcommunityspirit.org. Let <laughs> me know. <laughs> you know, when you started listening. Yeah. I'm looking right now, I think, I'm looking for the person who started listening the longest time ago. <laughs> and be honest. Be honest about it. Because I'm going to f do some research. Yeah. Know. We'll, we'll know. <laughs> yeah, we'll know. We yeah. have ways. Yeah, we have ways. <laughs> but yeah, this, this event excites me. I, um, I'm going to actually try to, try to go this year because it's, uh, it's an exciting event because you get all the chocolate there and you also are supporting the Women's Center, mm -hmm. which the Women's Center does such good work in the community. And it's, I mean, it's often, you know, not recognized enough and not supported enough, in my opinion, because there are a good group of people who support it, but everybody in the whole community should see what they do and support it when they can. And you do want to get your tickets. I tried to get one ticket last year and actually... I forget what happened, but I remember not being able to get a ticket. Yeah. So for information or to reserve your tickets, call 618-303-5974. That is next Friday, already February 5th. <laughs> so any other happenings? Um, I don't think so. If you would like your happening to, well, happen, please send it to the... Happening guys, that's Ord Energy Mon, info at yourcommunityspirit.org. And this, you can also send it to Treesong at treesong at treesong.org. Hopefully easy to remember. And speaking of easy to remember, I did come up with one more happening <laughs> that I remembered <laughs> with my mental power because it wasn't in the list. It's uh, uh, Carter and Connolly happening. It's, uh, if you can get out after the big snow, there might be snow this weekend, but you can make it, Carter and Connolly will be at Russell Hill Winery. Uh, their website is russellhillwinery.com. And Carter and Connolly is going to be there Sunday from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m.
will have some original Southern Illinois music that's sure to warm your heart. Uh, so it's an exciting time. They're at uh, 7 East No Name Road in Carbondale, Illinois. What was the name of How the road? Contact, uh, <laughs> no Name Road. To contact uh, Th- Conley, uh, Carbondale, Illinois. And uh, you can also go to RussellHillWinery.com for info on the, the winery. So that should be good. I actually haven't heard them in a while, so it's good to see them out in the community playing. They've got some good music. And it will warm you up on a cold winter's day. Get yeah. you dancing a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the news. This has been an interesting and exciting week. There was this thing called the State of the Union. Oh, yeah, I that saw I that. I actually started watching it and fell asleep as soon as they started talking about renewable energy. <laughs> <laughs> I was... I was, like, so tired because, well, I was installing a system all day Yeah. in that snow and weather. We actually had a wind chill. Like, when I got home, or home, I got back to the hotel room, it said uh, there had been a wind chill of 9 degrees that day. Mm. You know, good thing I didn't know that in the morning. <laughs> yeah. But, that made you feel colder. Yeah. So, um, yes, I fell asleep. Um, and then I found out the next morning when I... Th- turned on the TV that they actually had Democracy Now! as one of the channels. Hmm. So I got to hear a bunch of interviews with Howard Zinn Hmm. on Democracy Now! And he was talking about, well, I mean, the interviews were from, like, years ago, but they found clips that were relevant Hmm. to the State of the Union. Yeah. (laughs) That were very, very relevant to the State of the Union. Yeah. Howard Zinn was a bright man. You know, he he could foresee things that were coming up, too. His knowledge of history. And um, in the State of the Union, okay, Obama kept saying this word, but I don't think it means what I think it means. <laughs> okay? O- Obama panders to conservatives on clean energy. Yeah, that, that word, I don't think it means what he think it means. President Obama talked about creating clean energy jobs and passing a comprehensive energy and climate bill. But when talking about energy technologies, the nation should be working on, he mentioned, nuclear power, offshore oil and gas drilling, biofuels, clean coal, and, well, that's it. That's right. In listing what clean energy means, the president did not mention renewable energy. Yeah. (laughs) I kind of noticed that. (laughs) It's like... You know, on the plus side, there were one or two times when he did mention climate change, but then uh, he also said, you know, even if you don't believe in climate change, you should do certain things. <laughs> but then the things he, he actually talked about doing, nukes, uh, offshore oil and gas, biofuels, clean coal, quote-unquote, I was not happy. No. I mean, when you talk about clean energy, you should throw in a little bit about renewable energy. I mean, even even just a little bit, because, you know... It's kind of like a very clean energy. Come on, man. <laughs> All right, I think I've just developed, um, what is it? I no longer call him the big O. <laughs> He's been downgraded. <laughs> yep, I don't know what to, but dope slap time. <laughs> Definitely dope slap time. Yeah. Um, All right, let's talk about something a little bit more fun. <laughs> How about them apples? How about them apples? Uh Oh, yeah, this I was feeding about this. <laughs> uh, Apple's new iPad. It's uh, I, Apple's new iPad is deep green, but a planet saver? 
Nope. Uh, that, that's sad. In keeping with Apple's environmental policies, the iPad is free of all kinds of nasty chemicals and supposedly has an impressive battery life. But the big problem is that it will be an addition to one's gadget collection, not a replacement for something that's already there. So that that is a good point, is that, you know, even if it is greener than it could have been, if it's just creating millions and millions of this new thing... <laughs> it's like a giant phone and a teeny laptop. <laughs> yeah. <right? laughs> it's in between, yeah. I, I was wondering about that because it's... It, it's kind of exciting, but then you can't, like, fit it in your pocket or anything. <laughs> so it's a little bit awkward, you know. Well, I think what they need to do is basically get the iPhone and put a Pico projector on it. Huh. Yeah, that would be good. That's all. And you just you, you project it onto the wall. Yeah. It would be energy efficient. And then if you wanted to go a step further, you could have a fold-up keyboard. <laughs> yeah. And so there you go. You've just created... <laughs> Created your own computer of whatever size the wall is. Well, the, that you're projecting I mean, on. usually it's about you know the size of a laptop. A Pico projector is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I mean they're really super clean and good, and I mean you got yourself a, a serious portable computer. I mean. Yeah. Another thing I thought of is if they can find a way to make the LCD screens fold. <laughs> you could fold it in half, and it would fit in your pocket. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's creating. Uh, that's any any time you see a green product advertised. That's one thing to consider. Like, is this replacing something that already exists in my life that's dirty, or is it this new gadget that's just going to generate more resources? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, have you heard about this? The <laughs> fact that corporations have rights. <laughs> oh, I've heard a lot about this. I've been writing about this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You want to talk about it? Yeah, I'll talk about it. This a little bit. Uh, we the corporations. Because, <laughs> uh, well, let's read a little bit here from the article first. Uh, <coughs> on January 21st, 2010, for those of you who haven't heard... It's 2010, that's what... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wake up, heard. it's 2010, you haven't heard. But with its ruling in Citizens United versus Federal Election Commission, the Supreme Court ruled that corporations are persons entitled by the U.S. Constitution to buy elections and run our government. Uh, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Yes. Now, a lot of people don't know there, was, there were already a few decisions uh, supporting the idea that corporations are persons in the eyes of the law. Well, but, yeah. But this, this sort of unfetters it. It's like, before, it's like, well, well, we'll pretend you're a person, but there's these restrictions on what you do. But this decision says you can spend as much as you want if you're a corporation on, on buying elections. I, I mean buying ad time, you know, or <laughs> buying, like, you know, paying candidates, you know. Excuse me? <laughs> Did you say buying an election? Yeah. So if I bit. give a lot of money to some candidate, they will just do whatever I say? Probably. I mean, uh, not necessarily, but if you're like, well, here's $10 million for your campaign. Well, they might not do anything I say, but definitely I can call them up and have a meeting with them anytime I yeah, want. Yeah, anytime you want. If you give someone $10 million, you know. They better <laughs> let me in the door. Yeah. I was like, you know. I'm sure a lot of people around here, if I give them $100, you know, <laughs> just any time I call them up, they'll let me in the door. So yeah. if you would like $100 <laughs> and you're a politician, <laughs> yeah, or so, no, there's something you can do for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I've, I've, got a, I've actually got a blog entry related to this at treesong.org, and uh, they've got at movetoamend.org, there are people who are trying to amend the Constitution to say that only natural persons are persons. In other <laughs> words, if, you, if you're a flesh body, you know, if you're a human being, 
then you're a person. <laughs> if you're this legal entity, you know, then you shouldn't necessarily have the same rights as a, a flesh and blood human being. <laughs> to me, it seems like common sense, but sometimes there's a lot of things in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights that are common sense that weren't being adhered to. So they had to put it down on paper saying, you know, people can have freedom of speech, you know, <laughs> that sort of thing. Really? All right. We have the freedom now to talk about 75 years of waste and lousy beer. <laughs> That's right. Happy birthday, canned beer. On January 24, 1935, the Good Fred Kruger Brewing Company of New Jersey sold the mm -hmm. first can of beer in the world. Live Science writes that the, experimental took, the experiment took off and American drinkers haven't looked back since. Nowadays, choosing cans over bottles for the majority of the 22 gallons of beer they each drink per year, according to the U.S. Census. So why in the U.S. and nowhere else? Nobody north or south of the bo American border touches the stuff in cans. It just doesn't taste as good. But mm. the American taste for beer was changed by prohibition. Ironically, prohibition that ultimately shaped Americans' population taste for beer. The stronger beer that was the norm before prohibition gave way to much weaker versions afterwards as people became more accustomed to bootleg brews, which were always watered down for maximum profit. But the real advantage of the can over the bottle was it wasn't returnable, and brewers could ship it to a much wider area and not worry about having to take back the bottles, because it used to be the brewer had to take back the bottles they sent out. Since Americans were already used to weak, lousy beer... It didn't take much to convince them to drink it in cans instead of bottles. Hmm. And so in America, only 3% of the beer drinkers in America drink beer in bottles, <laughs> compared to like 80% in almost every other country in the world. Mm -hmm. And that's because, well, we're used to weak glassy <laughs> beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, and the, the talk about Americans reminds me. There might be someone from Canada listening today. Uh, talk to someone online who is going to try to listen. So a, a shout-out to Canada and any other uh, distant international listeners who are listening on the, the streaming audio. I don't audio. even think people listen in Carbondale. <laughs> Someone's listening in Canada? That would be funny if no one's listening in Carbondale, but there's one person in Canada. <laughs> well, have them send us an email, and we'll know that they're actually listening. <laughs> yeah. Info at yourcommunityspirit.org. How's Canada doing, eh? <laughs> so I bet it's a bit chilly up there right now. Well, it matters. Some parts of Canada is warm. That's true. Yeah, like there's the central part of Canada that has like the, the warm belt. Yeah, I figure yeah. if the cold has gotten all the way down to southern Illinois, though, then most of Canada is probably cold, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you know that Holiday Inn is now offering human bed warmers? <laughs> I did as of about two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th the thing is, is... Basically, before you get in your bed, you can call up and one of the staff people will put on a Snuggie, <laughs> get in the bed, and warm the bed up for you <laughs> with their body heat. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, the Holiday Inn staffer gets out of the bed before you can get in it. Uh, you know? It's still a, still a fun I deal, don't know. though. How can they possibly have enough staff people to warm your beds for you? Maybe they're counting on the fact that half the people will just think it's too socially awkward to <laughs> <laughs> have someone come lay in their bed for a half hour just so they could be warm. But imagine that, that your job is to go lay in the bed. <laughs> you know, I, I get hired by Holiday Inn. I have a hot temperature body 
Will you hire me? Yes, we need bed warmers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I guess, I guess the, the, ar- the article mentions that there's the argument that, oh, this is saving energy, you know, because <laughs> human energy is heating the room. But uh, I don't know if it'll be used enough for it to really uh, amount to too much energy savings. I don't savings. think anybody's going to do it. There's I probably mean... going to be a few who will do it just for uh, fun, for a joke, you know. It probably won't be enough to reduce the carbon footprint of Holiday Inn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't why I guess it's getting probably get a lot of press but yeah anyway I think they're doing it for the press <laughs> all right and it worked <laughs> um you could just bring along a buddy like me I'm a really hot-blooded individual so if you want me to warm your bed <laughs> if you'll pay for the vacation you know I'll come along warm your bed and then, you know, go and, you know, if you pay for the other hotel room, I'll go stay in another room if <laughs> yeah. you want. I mean, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. This has been another chirp, chirp, exciting <laughs> and informative half hour of your community spirit. At least I hope so. Yes, I've been informed and excited, and hopefully you have too. We will see you again on the radio next <laughs> week. Same bat time, same bat channel. What? <laughs>